Welcome into another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Sig Daddy, and today I go over the Crown Jewel pay per view from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And this was actually a surprisingly good pay per view considering what we've gotten in the past with these Saudi Arabian, uh, well, these pay per views from Saudi Arabia. But let's get started with the kickoff show. Let's go with the Battle Royal to determine the number one contender for the U.S. title. And we'll, well, the winner of that match would get a match against AJ Styles later in the night for the U.S. title. And this was a just your kind of standard Battle Royal. Eric Rowan and Luke Harper kind of dominating most of the action. Uh, the final four were Rowan, Harper, Alexander, and Carrillo. Uh, Alexander was first eliminated, and then actually it was Rowan. It was no Rowan. It was Harper eliminated, and it was a little crafty finish where, as Harper was tossing out Carrillo, Rowan threw Harper out, and then Carrillo slid underneath and threw out Rowan for the win. But, uh, yeah, just your typical battle royal, fun finish. And uh, Carrillo, he's going to keep his early ro- early main roster momentum going. I'm going to give that a B-. minus. It was an all-right match. Standard battle royal. I liked the finish of that. Moving to the main show, it was the first match of the night, which was the WWE Championship match between Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez. Holy crap, this was a turd. They crowd was really into Paul Heyman. This match is pretty much this. They trade some strikes back and forth as Brock backs him in the corner two times. The second time, King comes out, hits him with strikes, knocks him down. He goes for the TKO, and then Brock catches him in a Kimura and submits him. And then doesn't let go, and then Ray comes in, tries to make the save. It doesn't work. Brock then punishes Cain Velasquez, hitting with an F5 on a chair. Then Ray eventually comes back and makes the save. And uh, hits Brock with the chair, and Brock goes running or whatever. Honestly, it was pretty stupid. It was pretty stupid. So I'm going to give it an F. What was the point of this happening? Because pretty much nothing happened until the finish. And... Honestly, that's not the way he introduced Cain Velasquez. A, the, the, not a credible way to do it, to be honest. It was hardly a strong introduction. Inter- introduction. The promo later in the night by Rey Mysterio set up a possible match between those two, which could be good, but I don't know if it's too late for that now, but I guess that's what they were going for, is to kind of get, get to Rey and Brock Lesnar, but... This match just didn't work. It, it didn't build Cain Velasquez. And really, what do you do with Cain Velasquez from here forward? You didn't even give him really any opportunity getting any offense. He hit like two moves and that was about it. 
and I don't and I don't like the MMA fight idea in WWE. It just it didn't click with me, and it was pretty awful. The next match was the big tag team turmoil match for the World Cup. Um, a lot of this action early on was kind of clunky and kind of, uh, especially in the first two matches with uh, Ziggler and Rude. Versus Lindsay, well, Ziggler and Rude versus Lindsay Delvado and Grand Metalik. It was there was fun double team work early, but the finish was kind of off. And then also the next one was uh, Ziggler and Rude versus Hawkins and Ryder. It was kind of off too. There was a big miss by Zach Ryder on one of his moves as they were double teaming with Hawkins. It was just, yeah, it was kind of off at first. But then it did. It got better and better as it went. It was Otis and Tucker and Rude. They had a decent match. And then Otis and Tucker versus New Day. New Day versus B-Team, which was short like it should have been. Dawson and Ryder. Dawson and Wilder versus New Day. Wilder and them getting beat by New Day. So they're continuing their story as they build up to the Tag Team Championship match this Friday on SmackDown. Then the OC, they get a win over the New Day. And OC, actually, surprisingly, they beat the War, the Viking Raiders, to get the World Cup win and probably puts them in title contention. Contention. One thing I saw about this was it was very, very long. It was over 30 minutes from when I looked at I, when I looked at the time afterward. It was good work, though. Good work for the most part. Like I said, it built some stories moving forward with New Day. And the, well, with New Day pinning the SmackDown Tag Champs and the OC beating the Raw Tag Champs. But I'm just not a fan of the OC getting another tag sh- title shot. But really, right now, there are no other viable contenders right now. I mean, I'm just not, I get it. It's just, I'm just not a fan of the Viking Raiders eating a pin so quickly when they're the team that needs credible wins because all their wins are pretty much against jobbers. C+. Up next was the hometown kid, hometown kid Mansoor versus Cesaro. And uh, earlier on, Mans- a couple of months ago, in that Super Showdown, Mansoor de- eliminated... Well, Mansoor defeated... Uh, Mansoor eliminated Cesaro to... Before he won the battle royal, but uh, it, this was a really, really fun match. Mansoor got an opportunity to show off his athleticism early, and uh, the finish was a uh, Mansoor was up top, and uh, Cesaro went for the gut wrench, couldn't get it. The finish was this: uh, Cesaro he's going for the neutralizer. Mansoor he runs off the ropes. Gets a lifting uppercut, then Cesaro transitions into a cross face, and then it was a roll up attempt by Mansoor that got a two count, and then a super kick by Mansoor getting a long two count, followed by a fight on the top rope. Cesaro, he goes for another gut wrench, gets reversed into a power bomb, and then a moonsault follows that, and it gets that gets a three count for Mansoor, and Mansoor wins. And man, credit to both of these guys. They had a very, very good match. Great effort. Mansoor looked really good, but man, Cesaro continues to be one of the most underrated guys in the company.
he can have a good match with a brown paper stack, and I'm pretty sure it'd be really good too. Easily the best match of the night so far. I'm gonna give that a B grade. Up next was the boxer versus wrestler match. Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. This was awful too. Not as bad as Brock and Kane, but not much better. Uh, First thing was a terrible nip-up attempt from Tyson Fury. He just looked awkward as... All awkward as crap, man, in the ring. It just did not work for me. Again, I'm not a big fan of these boxers and wrestling. It's these combat sports athletes and wrestling in general. I like to see wrestlers in wrestling, professional wrestlers in professional wrestling. This crossover appeal doesn't really do anything for me anymore, but it. I'll give Tyson Fury this. He looked better as the match went on, but not much better. And fans really didn't seem to care. Uh, when when Fury Fury hit one the match with a right hand that knocked Strowman to the floor, it was if it was I got nothing out of it, really. And then that was the win, Stro- uh, Fury winning by countout. Following the end of the match, Strowman hit a power slam and then Fury no-sold, which was dumb to me. Um, Fury also did the Undertaker setup, which was also stupid too. But yeah, it was just not anything I cared for. It was a, I'm going to give it a D-plus. The Mayweather-Big Show match at WrestleMania 24 was much, much better because they had a whole lot of shenanigans going on around it. And Fury just looked awkward and really it really showed his lack of experience in ring. He couldn't really run the ropes. But he got a little better as it went on, but fans didn't like I said, fans really didn't care all this mu- that much for this match. And not a good match. And Strowman continues to eat losses in big matches, which is beyond me at this point. So yeah, D plus for this match. Next was the AJ Styles versus Humberto Carrillo for the U.S. title. Uh, this was a really, it was another good showing by Humberto, but was able was not able to capture the U.S. title. Fell short as they did some uh, knee work late in this match where Carrillo's landing on his feet and he hurts his knee and such. AJ gets the calf crusher in and Carrillo gets out of it, gets the rope, but then he lands on his leg again and then AJ Styles eventually does hit the phenomenal forearm after Carrillo misses a moonsault, but uh, I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Good showing by Humberto. It might be the end of his early push, and this really solidified the OC's dominance in tonight's show. Well, not tonight's show, but uh, in last in yesterday's show, because this will be up on up on Friday morning. But yeah, it was decent showing from Humberto. Look, continues to look good, but I really don't know what what they're gonna do with him after this because it doesn't really seem like he has any direction. 
but he needs to get some wins because he has he's eaten three straight losses on the main roster. But to two, to good guys like Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. But I yeah I don't know what to do from here with him. But uh, he's looked good so far. Up next was a big historic match, the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia with Natalia and Lacey Evans. Kind of just tip your typical house show match. Nothing really special. It's all, it was more about the history being made in this moment with the women getting their first ever match in Saudi Arabia. So it, this match is mainly just based on the kind of the moment. I'm going to give it a B, but a big moment for both women's really. Congrats to both of them on being a part of this huge moment for women's wrestling, especially being the first match in the women's match in Saudi Arabia. The crowd was really into it. Natalia won that match with a sharpshooter, but yeah, B grade for that. Up next was Team Flair, Corbin Lashley, McIntyre, and Orton versus Orton and Nakamura versus Team Hogan, Gable, Rusev, Roman Reigns, Ali, and Ricochet. Notice during this match that Rihad really, really loved Randy Orton. Roman at one time hit a atomic leg drop on Corbin, kind of a wink to Hogan there. There was one part of this match where Ricochet absolutely ate a huge Claymore kick. And Rusev, he actually finally got to Lashley later in this match. Uh, Roman, another notable moment was Roman hitting a huge dive on Lashley. Uh, finish was kind of cool. That finish was of this match was pretty neat. Orton caught Ran- Roman Reigns was going for a Superman punch, then Orton catches him in the RKO. Uh, Orton, like I said, Orton caught Reigns in an RKO. On his uh, Superman punch attempt, got a very, 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 got a uh, very close near fall on that. And then Shorty G, he grabbed Orton's leg, Ali reversed the RKO, and then Ricochet, when Ali reversed the RKO, Ricochet was able to hit a standing shooting star press, and then both were able to hit big dives on the outside along with Chad Gable which gave us the finish where Roman Reigns hit the spear on Randy Orton which gave us the pin I was going to give that a B it was better than what I was expecting a lot better than what I was expecting solid tag match as the crowd was pretty into it especially Reigns and Orton by the end of it the crowd got hot and it gives Reigns his first big win in a while. Uh, just a couple of things. I wish I would have seen a little bit more of Chad Gable in this match. I don't. I I will. I probably called him Shorty G during this, but after this, I will not call him by that name. I will call him by Chad Gable from now on. But uh, we continue the story with Rusev and Lashley. As much as I hate it, it's something for both of them to do right now. But uh, was. Little surprised that McIntyre didn't get the victory. He seemed like they were building up to be him to be the kind of the big. They're building him up to be the the guy in this match, but uh, he didn't win. But it's all right. It was a good tag match nonetheless. I'm gonna give it another B grade.
In the last match, the main event of the evening was Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship match. Falls count anywhere where the match could not be stopped for any reason because this is a follow-up to the Hell in a Cell debacle that they had where it was a no-finish inside Hell in a Cell. But uh, one thing I, I wish they would stop doing with this Bray Wyatt character is the red lighting. It completely hurts my eyes. And it's sometimes stuff is hard to see during the match. But that's just a minor complaint, but it, it is bothering my eyes to a certain point. I hope they stop doing this red lighting thing here soon. Because it would be nice to see actually the Fiend character in normal light. But people, but this match was pretty good. I'll say this: that match, this match was pretty good. Hard hitting offense from both guys. One time, Rollins tried to hit Wyatt with a sledgehammer with his head wedged between chairs as Wyatt went to the, got to the mandible claw. Got his got hit with the sledgehammer. Wyatt did. Um, Wyatt put himself through a table that got a one count. You're just showing again the the what it's gonna take to take to beat this Wyatt character, this fiend character. And uh, one thing I did notice by the end of this match was I they went overkill again with the stomps. It was it was overkill again with the uh, stomps. I didn't like that part of it, but it was it was a hard hitting match. At one time, Rollins hits a stomp on the floor. But yeah, Rollins hit way too many stomps on this in this match. White actually hit his sister Abigail on some equipment cases. But uh, also Rollins, during that match, sent Wyatt into an LED board. As I said, it was a little bit different than their Hell in a Cell matches. I liked this better by a lot. Like It's a, it's, it's a wide margin. I liked this better than the Hell in a Cell match between the two because I got to see Wyatt get in plenty of offense. Wyatt in the first match, it didn't seem like he got a whole lot of offense and it was just pretty much Rollins dominating it. But the finish, Rollins hitting the stomp on the stage, Wyatt standing up after it. The Heat, three super kicks, gets hit with five more stomps at the top of the ramp. Rollins then goes on and hits four super kicks. Wyatt falls in the pyro area, pyro flying around and stuff, and you think, oh, Wyatt could, could be out, which we all knew he wasn't. But uh, Rollins tries to move an equipment box, but he gets hit with a fireworks bark in the in his eye as he's trying to recover. Rollins sits down on one of the boxes, and Wyatt stands over him, gets his mandible claw in, followed by Sister Abigail, he gets the win on the entrance ramp. I'm going to give that a B-. They still went overkill with the stomps and stuff. Now, Wyatt is now the Universal Champion. Much better than their previous match. Good way to close out this show. It makes things interesting as both world champions are on SmackDown now. They're world championless. It makes you wonder what's going to happen next. But hopefully it doesn't lead to a quick title change since the Universal title is typically exclusive to Raw. But it was a B-grade for me on that one. But overall, 
a decent show. B minus grade for the Carrillo match. F grade for the Brock Lesnar match. Uh, tag team turmoil. I give that a C plus. The Mansoor match was definitely the match of the night in my opinion. I'm giving to give that a B. Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman not good. D plus. AJ Styles, Humberto Carrillo B minus. Natalia Lacey Evans B. V. Bray Wyatt, that was a B-. And then also, I forgot to mention the Team Flair versus Team Hogan, that got a B for me also. But an overall grade for this show, I'm going to give it a C+. Really, the last half of the show was pretty good. It saved it from being really, really lackluster, but it was honestly the most watchable Saudi Arabia show they've had so far the matches i would watch would be team hogan versus team flair mansoor versus cesaro natalia and with lacey evans for the historical significance and then rollins and bray wyatt for the universal championship so one of the best probably the best Saudi Arabia show they've had so far. I'm going to give it an overall grade of a C plus. But yeah, not a bad show. It was actually one of the more watchable. It was much better actually than Hell in a Cell. And we got a terrible show last month with Hell in a Cell. But it was better. Not like oh my gosh, better, but it was definitely an upgrade from Hell in a Cell. I'm going to give it a C+. But uh, next week, I will bring you my weekend review once again on Thursday morning as I review the, go over the Raw NWA Power episode and also the AEW Dynamite of that week. I will give you my take on each of the shows kind of kind of review those and let you know what my thoughts were on each of those shows and then kind of rank the shows and tell you who won the week so be prepared for that that's coming up on coming up next thursday morning i'll have that up for you and ready to go but before i go make sure to follow me on the socials twitter and facebook at sigdaddy If you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or on YouTube. Again, thank you all for listening, and so long, everybody.